Welcome to the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight an essential oil or herb that may be used to optimize your health. Flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy and naturopathy. Hello everybody, this is Gregory. And welcome back to another episode of the Female Holistic Health Apothecary. Today we're doing this episode concurrent with The Awakened Man because I believe this topic affects both men and women. And we're going to look at, per the CDC, per the CDC, how many sexual partners does a man and a woman have in a lifetime? Now, we're going to analyze this because I feel that this number is ridiculously low. Because I personally don't know any person whose numbers are this low. I mean, I wouldn't say anybody, but very low. So we're going to look at the CDC, Center for Disease Control and Prevention. And uh, they have a, you know, many branches because really it's a bloated government agency. But they have a branch called the National Survey of Family Growth. And you can look this up. I'll see if I'll put a link in the episode notes because they have graphs. And graphs are just easier to keep up with, right? So, number of sexual partners in a lifetime. The median number of opposite sex partners in a lifetime among sexually experienced women and men aged 25 to 49. 25 to 49. Women. And this is from 2015 to 2017. This was the most current one I could find. 4.1 partners. So, the average woman... The median number of partners that a woman's had between ages 25 and 49 is 4.1. Men, 6.4. 6.4. The only men I know in my life that have had 6.4 partners or less are incel type men. Incel type men are married men. Men that got married. Well, even then, you know, I know some dudes who got married in college and they've been married since then. I'm making the assumption that they've only slept with their wife, which... Ooh, way back when over here at The Waking Man, uh, probably around episode 250, you have to scroll all the way down. We do do an episode on infidelity done by race, gender, politics. It's a very interesting episode. I recommend you go back to it. But, uh, you know, women are more likely to cheat in their 20s, which is not too surprising. And this is in long-term relationships or long-term relationships or marriage because that's their peak SMV, right? But men are more likely to cheat in their 40s because their wives have hit the wall. And uh, they have higher SMV in their 40s because typically they have more money. So the only men that I know, assuming they've been faithful, who've had less than six partners are my friends that are incels, like just nerdy dudes who just were not, unfortunately not blessed with good DNA or good social skills, and they just haven't been able to get laid or they've had maybe one partner. Think of Steve Carell, 40-year-old virgin types. But every other guy that I know has had way over six. Uh, women, I mean, I can only judge this on women that I've been with and, uh, you know, I'll be vague here because we don't hate women and we don't want to, I think this is, uh, most of the women that I know that I have been intimate with have had more than six partners. Not all, not all, but most. And how do I know this? Well, look. If a woman and women, come on, let's be real, but men know this. If a woman sleeps with a man within the first or second date, which is very common now in the Tinder hookup, sex positive you know, generation that we live in, where everyone is dissolute and sinful and just turning to carnal, carnal pleasures, concupiscence. 
if you're banging us on the first date, do do you really think we're that dumb to think that we're the first guy you've ever banged on a first date? No. So I can extrapolate if I meet a woman who bangs me on the first date, anecdotally, of course, who bangs me on the first date, who I know, let's say, has already been married. Do I really think I'm her second sexual partner ever? Like all the men that she was with or dated before she got married, plus the men that she's, quote, dated, close quote, after me? No. But either way, okay, let, let's go. Percent distribution of sexually experienced women and men 25 to 49 years of age by number of opposite sex sexual partners. Okay, so let's go through this. What percentage of women have had a certain amount of partners per the CDC? One partner is 18%. So women age is 25 to 49. 18% of them only had one partner, perhaps their husband. 30%, two to four partners. 27%, five to nine partners. 27. 10 to 14 partners, 11%. And even higher than that, 15 or more partners, 12%. So the ranking from lowest to highest is 10 to 14, then 15 plus, then one partner, then five to nine, then two to four. So the majority here, good 60%, have had two to nine. Okay, two to nine. I think this is wrong. I think it's a little higher than this. I mean, we have a previous episode where we talk about how her number can get high very easily. And look, if, if you're looking at older women, let's say upper 30s, millennials, Gen Xers in their 40s, I think the, these numbers might correlate better because they were raised in a different time in the 80s and 90s. But if you're looking at the Gen Zers and the younger millennials, no, I would just say, like if you're looking at women 25 to 30, I think this is very skewed. Men, one partner in their lifetime, 11%. Two to four, 22%. Five to nine, 24%. 10 to 14 12%. And then look, we got the biggest group, 15 or more partners at 28%. So more than a quarter of men between 25 and 49 have had 15 or more partners. I think this is relatively accurate. So it looks like 60%, more than like 65% of all men have had five or more partners. I think that's pretty accurate, but certainly I think it's accurate that 15 that 28% have had 15 or more partners. I think that's pretty accurate because men, again, you know, we're the distributor. We spread the seed. We don't release as much oxytocin. I think that is more accurate. Now, how these 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 polls are done is very difficult because who's going to be honest? You know, even though that they're going to call and say, oh, this is completely anonymous. How much carousel riding have you done? And I'm going to do a future episode. Netflix just released a show called Sex Life, and it is Everything that we talk about on this channel. So if, if you're if you're listening to this, this episode will come out in a day or two once I go through all eight episodes. I recommend strongly you watch at least one episode of this show. If not, I'll talk about it in the next show, on the next episode. So what do we really know? I mean, what people call it's like, oh, we're, we're doing a poll here on how many people you've been, how much of a whore you've been or a man whore you've been. Oh, we want you to be honest. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, so, you know, that's going to be skewed either way. Either people are going to under, women are going to underreport, men might overreport. And then the more virgin incel types, women and men, they're going to overreport, right? So there's that old saying whatever the amount a man tells you of sexual partners he's had, 
what do you do to the number? You, you half it. Oh, I've had 66. And then whatever number a woman gives you, you double it. And that's, that's the old saying. And look, this is important because we know the more partners a woman has, the higher problems she has with pair bonding, higher rate of infidelity in marriage, higher rate of divorce, higher rate of depression. So this is important to know if your partner's had a lot of sexual partners. Now, when you're dating, should you ask them? Well, that's kind of a shit test. Honestly, it could be you could see a double standard. But if a woman asks you how many sexual partners, I'd never answer that question. First of all, it's not, it's, it's not uh, I guess, uh, I want to say gentlemanly, but she shouldn't be asking that question and you shouldn't be answering because the way it should be is this. All you need to know about a partner that you meet is if they have an STD, because of course that's a disease that could affect you as their partner and even kill you. So that you should know. But really, aside from that, it's nobody's business on one level how many partners you've had. Now, it is a double standard because as a man, you kind of want to know on one level how many partners your woman has had because, again, if she's had 49 Chances are that marriage isn't going to last. If she's had four or one or none, that's a good sign. But even then, we know the divorce statistics are obscenely high. So even if you find a virgin, doesn't mean you're not going to divorce. She's going to divorce you later on. I think a better indicator is if she's you know ultra-religious. But even then, that's no indicator because the religious women still have the same family law and court system that the thoughts have. But... On one level, you could ask. On another level, if, you, if you're if you really in love with this woman and you find out that she's had 27 partners and some men are just like, uh, I can't be with you. They can't even get an erection anymore because they think 27 men. And that's the number she tells you, of course. 27 men have been inside of her. And so a lot of men just don't want to know. So if you're one of those guys who kind of fixates on this and you need to think that your woman's virtuous, don't even ask. But if she asks you, I wouldn't tell her. Just say it's none of your business. If she asks, how many, how many sexual partners have you had? Today, uh, just three, including you. You, know, you make a joke, but I would never answer it because no number is, is really a good number. If it's low, then she'll be like, what's wrong with you? What? Because women won't admit it, but they want to be with men who've had some sexual experience. They'll be like, what's wrong with you? Am I seeing something there? That's, that's, am I seeing something that you don't have? Maybe you're not as, as status-laden as I thought. I remember women, it's hypergamy, right? But if you've had 242 partners, then they'll be like, ooh, you know you might not be able to, to settle down. So just pass the shit test. Because honestly, the other thing is a, a sign of masculinity is just to make women, it's none of your business. And she'll get all mad and mad, but she'll get over it. But yeah, so let's let's review here. According to the CDC. Average woman has had four partners. Average man has had six partners. The average woman, the large majority of women... 60% of women have had two to nine partners. Some of you might agree that that's, that's average. I would disagree with you. And then the majority of men have had, a wide majority of men have had five plus, and then a good quarter of men had had 15 or more. This is per the CDC. How much you can believe this, who knows? Very quickly, I want to mention the homosexuals here. Uh, so the studies show that 30%, 30% of gay men have had 50 male partners or more, 30%. And this is not uncommon. If you guys keep up with the stats of homosexual men, they have hyper promiscuity in that subculture. 
very high rate of a lot of men uh, that they sleep with a lot. So 30% of gay men having more than 50 partners is not surprising. It is very common. It's, it's something that is not commonly discussed, the hyper-promiscuity among homosexual men. Uh, but if you if you know where to look, you'll find the, the, the information. Also, too, I mean, this is tangential, but uh, homosexual men tend to have a shorter life expectancy than heterosexual men. They tend to have higher rates of uh, abuse, spousal abuse, higher rate of homicide, higher rate of suicide. It's not the gay, happy lifestyle necessarily as you think. Now, some of you will, oh, Gregory, because there's so many uh, bigots in America that don't accept homosexuality. Look, I, I think in America now we accept homosexuality more than we've ever in the past. If you look at media and news, and of course they have gay marriage. But no, even they do, they've done studies in the most permissive homosexual country, which is the Netherlands, and the suicide rates are just as high. So yeah, the homosexuals tend to have a higher rate. So what's the takeaway from all this? Well, there's really no takeaway. I mean, you can believe these stats or don't believe these stats. I would tell you to not fornicate. I've told you this in the past. If you're a single person, try to follow the laws of Christ. They're there for a reason, to guide us, not to... to to put a damper on your hedonistic life. No, be chaste. Don't watch porn. Be chaste. Don't fall for the lies of the devil. That pumping and dumping in the Tinder hookup world is good. It's destructive. Any of you guys have done it for a long time, you know it's destructive. And just know that we reap this destruction. And so anytime you have you meet somebody and you sleep with them, they've probably done the same thing. So you're meeting two people that have been carrying a lot of sexual baggage. So the way it used to work made sense. People were virgins, so they got married. Certainly the women were the virgins. But it made sense. And so now you look at 50 years of sexual revolution has led to destruction of our our souls, destruction of morality, destruction of marriage, destruction of society. And you'd be like, well, you know, all 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 the men and women are doing it. It doesn't matter. You guys know if you've gone through a period of fornication, it's like eating a large sheet of white cake. It's tasty at the beginning, but it's disgusting and it makes you feel sick after a little while. So what would I tell you? Be chaste. Don't fornicate. Focus on optimizing your life on all aspects, men and women. Work on your demons. Work on your addictions. Work on your finances. Work on your physical health. Your body is your temple, as 1 Corinthians talks about. And try to stay chaste. And if you need to have sex... You know, uh, get married. That's what I would tell. You. I, I can't condone fornication when the the teachings of any church, including Muslim church, any, any Muslim mosque, I should say, uh, any religion would tell you that it's a grave sin against God. So I can't tell you. I can't enable your sin. So I would tell you try not to fornicate. But if you are going to marry somebody, you need to look at the red flags. Go to that past episode I did over at the Awakened Man. Thirty red flags you must know before marrying somebody. And if they've had a lot of sexual partners, that's a red flag, my friends. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds if you have an Apple product. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. I would really appreciate it if you can donate two, three, four dollars to help defray the cost of hosting these uh, these episodes on the server because it does cost money. Also, there's a link for the website, naturopathicearth.com. Click on that. It takes you to the website, and there's tons of articles, tons of recipes, and, and blog stuff and all that. So go check all of that out. And lastly, please hit the subscribe button and, again, post an honest review because it helps the algorithm and gets this message out to more people. And uh, I would appreciate it. I don't make a dime from these podcasts. So it's just kind of a personal hobby, personal passion because I want to help people. And I want to help women, and I do want to help men as well. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, 
our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time.